Hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode. Glad you're here. Glad you're listening. I am excited for what's going on. Just to break down, we are getting a house. Um, been super busy trying to get all that packed and squared away. And yeah, uh, it's just one thing after another. It's crazy. The thing, things don't end. It's our first home. Uh, we've usually just rented, but now we're actually going to be buying a home and couldn't be more excited. My daughter was telling me that she was tired of moving because in the eight years that she's been alive, we've moved six times. So it's been, <laughs> well, I should say nine years we've moved six times. Um, and th- well, this will be the sixth and it is crazy. I am done moving. I just want to be in a forever home, but I know that we will be moving at least one more time after this, probably not for five years or so. We want to get some equity into this house and maybe turn around, sell it or make it around. I don't know yet. We're still talking about it, but it'll be five, maybe 10 years down the road. <clears throat> so last time we were here, we talked about the Church of Jesus Christ in uh, today's time uh, in the world today. And then we compared it to how it was set up originally when Christ was alive on the earth. Today we're going to talk about one of the first ordinances um, of the gospel. One of the main one of the main ones, I think, and that's faith. <clears throat> because for, um, not only is it the first, I, I believe it's one of the most important principles of the gospel. Um, it's a spiritual gift that's given to all of us, and it is necessary for our salvation. Um, salvation comes to no one except it be through repentance and faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, faith, the definition for faith is hope for things which are not seen, which are true. And in Hebrews in the New Testament, it says, uh, this is 11 verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a principle of action and power that motivates our day-to-day activities. So, would we study and learn if we did not believe we could obtain wisdom or knowledge? Would we work each day if we did not hope that by doing so, we could accomplish something? Let's say, let's put it this way, would a farmer plant if he did not expect to harvest? Each day we act upon things we hope for when we cannot see the end result. So, this is faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen, which are not made of things, which do appear. So, there are a lot of stories, and I'm going to talk about some of them, but many scriptural stories tell us how great things um, that were accomplished through having faith. So let's talk about, by faith, Noah built an ark and saved his family from the flood. Moses, part of the waters of the Red Sea. Um, Elijah called down fire from heaven. And a Book of Mormon prophet, Nephi, called for a famine. He also asked the Lord to end the famine. Seas seas have been calm, visions opened, and prayers answered all through the power of faith. 
As we carefully study the scriptures that we have, we learn that faith is a strong belief of truth within our souls that motivates us to do good. This causes us to ask, in whom should we have faith? So I want you to think about your everyday activities, what you do, you know, going to work, getting ready for, you know, whatever, getting ready for school, getting ready for work, coming home, getting ready for bed, brushing your teeth, everything that you do every day. What are the things you act upon each day that you cannot see the end result of? And so how does faith move you to action? So we must, our faith that we have must, we must center that on the Lord Jesus Christ. To have faith in him, it means to have such trust in him that we obey whatever he commands. So as we place our faith in him, becoming his obedient disciples, our Heavenly Father will forgive our sins and prepare us to return to him. That's why faith is so important to our salvation. The Apostle Preter taught that there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Let's go there. Yep. Acts four twelve. Just uh, it, it, that's what I was talking about. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. We have also been taught um, in the Book of Mormon, and whoever I say unto you that there shall be no other name given, or or any other way nor means whereby salvation can come unto the uh, children of men, only in and through the name of Christ, the Lord Omnipotent. Through faith in the Savior and through repentance, we make His atonement fully effective in our lives. Through faith, we can also receive strength to overcome temptations. We cannot have faith in Christ without also having faith in our Heavenly Father. If we have faith in both of them, we will also have faith that the Holy Ghost, whom is their messenger, um, who will teach us the truth and will comfort us in hard times. So knowing of the many blessings that come through exercising our faith in Christ, we should seek to increase our faith in him. The Savior himself has taught, if ye have faith um, if ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, and I don't know if you've seen a mustard seed, but it is very tiny, nothing shall be impossible unto you. And that is found in Matthew, in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. So <clears throat> think about that. A mustard seed is so, so tiny. It's very, very small. I don't know if you've ever seen a mustard seed. Um, a seed, not sea. Um, but if it's planted and well kept like any other tree or um, shrub or bush or whatever, it grows into something beautiful, something uh, nice. But a mustard seed grows into a really, really big tree. And that's what the Savior is saying. If we have faith so small as a grain, like a mustard seed, it'll grow and grow and grow into something something big. So how can we increase? So if we take that mustard seed and we plant it, how can we increase it? How can we make it grow? 
The same way we increase or develop any other skill. We, how do we develop skills in wood carving, weaving, painting, playing the piano, playing trumpet, whatever? We study and practice and work at it. As we do so, we improve. So is the same thing with faith. So I grew up playing the piano and the trumpet. Um, I did marching band. See, I started playing the trumpet when I was in sixth grade. Um, I did marching band throughout high school, and then I did a semester of marching band at Arizona State University. Um, and, and at Arizona State, we had to um, have all of our sheet music memorized. That was we had, I think, four shows that we played <coughs> that semester. And each sheet music had to be played. And the only way that I could memorize it was by practicing. I had a uh, band instructor that I didn't get along with in high school. But there was one thing that he that he said that always stuck with me. Uh, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. So, yes, we're trying to strive to be perfect. But at the same time, we keep practicing, practicing, practicing. We then, it becomes permanent in our lives. And I believe that with the piano because a lot of the stuff that I've learned is all muscle memory and it's permanent in my body. I can't, there's there's movements that I'll still play that I hadn't played in years. So that's just like faith. We got to exercise it. We got to practice. We got to use it. If we don't use it, we're just going to lose it. Um, as we do so, we, Im- we improve our faith. It grows. If we want to increase our faith in Christ, there are certain things that we must do um, to improve. The prophet Alma in the Book of Mormon compared the word of God to a seed that must be nurtured by faith, which is that mustard seed. But behold... And he says, but, but behold, if you will awake and arouse your faculties even to an experiment upon my words and exercise a particle of faith, yea, even if we can no more than desire to believe that this desire work in you, even until you believe in a manner that you can give place for a portion of my words. Now will you compare the word unto a seed? Now if you give place that thy seed may be planted in your heart, behold, if it be a true seed or a good seed, if you do not cast it out by your unbelief that uh, you will resist the spirit of the Lord, behold, it will begin to swell within your breast. And when you're, and when you feel the swelling motions, you will begin to say within yourself, it must needs be that this is a good seed, or that the word of God, for it bringeth to enlarge my soul. Yea, it bringeth to enlighten my understanding. Now behold, would, would not this increase your faith? So we can increase our faith in God by acting on our desire to have faith in Him. We can also increase our faith by praying to Heavenly Father about our hopes, desires, desires and needs. But we must not uh, suppose that all we have to do is ask. We are told in the Scriptures that faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being, being alone. That's in James chapter 2. Verse 17, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. The following, um, <clears throat> so there's a story that I want to share. It's about a man whose faith was shown by his works. So 
we so we must pray, exercise faith, but we also got to do um, our part as well. So there was a man who wanted to study the scriptures, but he could not read. He prayed for Heavenly Father to help him um, learn how to read. And in time, a teacher came to his village and he asked the teacher for help. He learned the alphabet. He studied sounds and learned to put the letters together to make words. Soon, he was reading simple words. The more he practiced, the more he learned. He thanked the Lord for sending the teacher and for helping him learn to read. This man has increased his faith, humility, and knowledge to such a degree that he uh, has served a as a uh, branch president of the church. Um, president Spencer W. Kimball explained, there must, uh, there must be works with faith. How foolish, it, how foolish it would be to ask the Lord to give us knowledge, but how wise to ask the Lord's help to acquire knowledge, to, to study constructively, to think clearly, and to retain things that we have learned. Faith involves doing all that we can to do about the things we hope and pray for. He also said, In faith we plant the seed, and as soon as as soon as we see the miracle of the blossoming, men have often misunderstood and have reversed the process. He continued by explaining that many of us want to have health and strength without keeping the the health laws. We want to have prosperity with our, without paying our tithes. We want to be uh, close to the Lord but don't want to fast and pray. We want to have rain in due season and have peace in the land without observing the Sabbath as a holy day and without keeping the other commandments of the Lord. As an important way to increase our faith is to hear and study the words of the Lord. We hear the word of the Lord um, at church. We can also study his word in the scriptures. And as well as, and all as, uh, and as all have not faith, seek ye diligently and teach one another the words of wisdom. Yea, seek ye out the of the best books, words of wisdom, seek learning even by studying of faith. Whew, that was pretty long. Okay. So so not only um let's see, we got you know we can ask for it to, to happen. We can ask for knowledge. We can ask for things. But we also got to work for those things. We got to sh- show humility. And that we're willing. Just like the story of the guy who couldn't read. He prayed and prayed and prayed for um, for knowledge to read. And then the teacher uh, actually came. And he was able to learn from the teacher. But he had to practice at it. He couldn't just be taught without practicing. He wouldn't have gotten anywhere. He he would have to practice his words, practice the alphabet, practice reading. And eventually, he became a really good reader. <clears throat> so some of the blessings that we receive when we follow faith, miracles are brought into our lives. Um, other gifts of the spirit, given prayers are answered, and then, and uh, we can grow closer to our heavenly Father. When when faith comes, it brings apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, gifts, wisdom, knowledge, 
miracles, healings, tongues, interpretations of tongues, etc. All these appear when faith appears on the earth and disappear when it disappears from the earth. For these are the effects of faith, and he who possesses it through it obtain all necessarily necessary knowledge and wisdom until he shall know God and the Lord Jesus Christ, whom he has sent, whom to know is eternal life. So I know for a fact that faith is real. As long as you exercise your faith and you're willing to do your end, things will come your way. Um, there are some things in my life that have come through faith that um, that I have seen. And one of the things that talked about, um, you want to have prosperity in the land, but you can't, you got to be able to pay your tithing. There was a time, um, and it was a horrible time in our lives when we were, we were we were first married, and we literally were living paycheck to paycheck pennies. We were crunching pennies every single every single paycheck. Um, there was a point to I mean it got to the point to where we went grocery shopping, and it was too expensive, turned around, returned all the groceries, and went to a uh, Walmart and got cheaper groceries, and it was, I mean, it, it, it was that bad, um, and my wife had um, surgery, she had a stent put in for her kidneys, and it cost a good penny, and we couldn't afford it. Um, but I knew that I needed to pay my tithing to show a little bit of humility and a little bit of faith in the Lord. Um, <clears throat> and as soon as I started paying my tithing and showing my faith and my humility to the Lord, all of a sudden, um, I got a raise at work. Um, we were able to pay for this medical bill that, um... I had no idea how we were going to pay. You know, I've seen that here currently. I mean, the big the the big testimony I have of showing faith is through tithing. I have seen that the most. When I when when, when we've struggled financially and I just showed the Lord a little bit of faith um and paid tithing, it always came around. It always um it's hard to it's hard to explain it. I always found its way back into my bank account. I it's we've never ever, ever since then I, we have never been hungry. We've never we've always had a roof over our head. It's always it's always worked out for us. Um and I've heard uh, other people say the same thing. They pay their tithing and it feels like the money never left your left the account because other things fall fall into place. It's really it's 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 crazy how how it happens. It's but it's very very hard to explain. Um, and I know that faith can you know if you have faith on the Savior, on your Heavenly Father, you will be blessed for that as well. Um, but that's all I have for tonight, you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, would like to hear some feedback, and um, if you guys want to comment on anything, please feel free to comment. Um, the only way to do so is down. Go ahead and download the Anchor app. Find me on Anchor, um, Anchor FM, 
and look me up and you can leave me a voice message through there and um, ask me a question. Um, I welcome it. So come on. Uh, next next time, next episode, we're going to I'm going to have my wife join me. We're going to be talking about um, a little something closer to home. We're going to be talking about um, the family. Um, I feel like that the principles of the gospel can be paused for a minute, but with how wicked the world is and um, how crazy things are with um, home and family and different stuff like that, I I feel like that we need to talk about um, what the proclamation, uh, the family proclamation is, um, and where it came from a little bit more about that. So I'll be having my wife here to join me next time. Um, so I look forward to that, having her on here. Um, but yeah, so go ahead, drop me a line. You guys would love to hear from you. Love to answer any questions people might have. I know, I know, People might be curious um, or might have questions and just don't know how to ask it or what to do. The only thing I do recommend is not looking it up on the Internet Um, because there are a lot of things out there that will go against what I am teaching. And that's for a perp. That's for a reason that it's out there because Satan does not want people to know about what I I am teaching or what about um, our church. Um, doesn't want, you know, it's like with it, you know, it's like with any church, you'll find, um, literature out there that contradicts everything. So please ask me, ask, ask the source, um, and I will do my best to find the correct answer for you. Um, but again, go to anchor.fm and find me and drop me a line. Love to hear from you guys. Um, love to know who's listening love to get to know my listeners. So we'll talk to you guys later.